Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to BSU Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. Let's go straight to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you. First of all, we thank you. And we praise you for the God that you are. Oh, what an awesome God we serve. Your love. Your grace and your mercy aboundeth. And your sacrifice. Your sacrifice for your children. That we might have eternal life with you. Your Ten Commandments that tell us how to live. They're not a list of no's. They're a list of how to live abundantly. Safely. Courageously. Righteously. Thank you, Father. We ask for your protection on our president and on this nation. Oh, what a nation that is in such turmoil, to put it lightly. We as the people out here feel removed. We feel as if we can't do anything, but we can. Show us the way, Father. Show us the way that we might better be a beacon for you. It's not about us. It's not even about America. It's about you. This nation, which was once called by your name, has fallen away. We are children, prodigals, chased all the pretty things in this world and found out they were not so pretty. We became selfish. We come back to you, Father. We come back to you, Abba, Father. Hear our prayers. Forgive us of our sins. And point us in the direction now that we must go to bring America home. For such a time as this, I pray. Amen. You know that I love to read the quotes from our founding fathers. There is much wisdom in what they said. I wonder if it was, they were deemed as wise then as they are today. I just have to wonder about that. We're dealing with a crisis in this nation, and I hope you are fully aware of that. It's not fraud. My friends, it's war. Liberty is the only option for the patriots that live within us. George Washington said, Truth will ultimately prevail where there is pains taken to bring it to light. And oh, the pains. You hear the gasps and the whispers. If the president should do this or the president should do that. (laughs) John Adams said, 
I must study politics and war, that my sons may have liberty to study mathematics and philosophy. A father sacrificing for his children. While this quote that I'm going to share with you is not from a founding father, he is he has always spoke bluntly, humorously, and accurately when with common sense. He says, I love a dog. He does nothing for political reasons. You know who that is? That's Will Rogers. He also said, always drink upstream from the herd. <laughs> that quote makes me wonder. D.C. must be the reason they invented water filters. There is no safe stream in Washington, D.C. The swamp creatures have pooped and peed in every section. That made Rudy laugh over there. Basically, he's telling us, beware. With politicians, there was always an agenda. Something they want. Not to give to you, but to take from you. I've been reading articles. And they keep mentioning options. The president has to prove the fraud of this election. So he has options to do this. He has an option to do that. We're going to study those. But options, tactics, and strategy. Let me again state, it's not fraud. It's war. Liberty is the only option. We the people cannot, we must not, allow this fraud to steal the election. I will not even bring myself to say, well, maybe, because there is no maybe about it. The Democrats perpetrated a huge fraud on this nation and then rallied their China friends, Russian friends, and those friends they hold so dear paid them a bundle of bucks back in Obama's day to help them. Iran. It is not fraud. It is war against American liberty. Cuomo told us, were we not listening? We're not going to make America great, he said. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. How do you suppose George Washington or Thomas Jefferson or Alexander Hamilton or John Adams or Benjamin Franklin would have replied to him? Or Jethro. Do you know who Jethro was? I've been doing some reading this week. He was a freed black man who fought, one of hundreds of them, who fought in the Revolutionary War. He died at Valley Forge. He sacrificed his life for freedom. What would these men say to us today? Electing such Idiot leaders as Cuomo. Cuomo and all these Dems, they're traitors to our constitutional republic. You know that, right? There's no other way to put it. They take an oath, but they don't follow that oath. The pandemic, I am now convinced, I'm convinced more and more each day, it was no accident. And I believe many, perhaps not all, but many... Democrats and other congressional members knew about it and approved China's release of it on the world. You know, it looked better if it was on the whole world and not the United States, right? 
it is no coincidence, and there is no science, that the Democrats, particularly the governors and the mayors, are now dictators. I have no problem with you wearing a mask, if it makes you feel better. But the science, it doesn't exist. So when they keep telling you to follow the science, they're not following any science other than socialism, science of socialism, where they take the, whole, the reins and they rule over you. Don't you dare go out in public without a mask. We're going to mandate it. We're going to make it a law for two years, maybe. <laughs> All these people that are so worried about the CO2 and want you to put a mask over your face so you breathe your own CO2. They are fools, and we are just bigger fools if we listen to them. It wasn't fraud, my friends. It's war. What options does the president have? Well, we'll talk about those here in a little bit. Michael Flynn talked about them. Lynn Wood has talked about them. What do you think? It's not. It's not just fraud. They didn't just cheat a little. They schemed it for a while. They knew. Trump didn't win a close election or lose a close election. He won by a landslide. And a real landslide. And the Democrats knew it was coming. China knew it was coming. China, the leaker said that China told those Democrats, you better not let Trump win. wonder why they put it that way. Sounds like they have some kind of a relationship. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. And we will be right back. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Caesarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot heart, set your table with Liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes are American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. 
Each piece of the Liberty Flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message, Liberty for all and we love America. Order your set now and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power of the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Stiers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all the is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power of the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power of the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. I almost missed my intro there. I was I was looking at the computer. We have Daniel Turner with us today. Daniel, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing well, Beth Ann. And um, last time we talked, we almost ran out of time. So I will wish you and your listeners a Merry Christmas at the beginning. Aww. In case we run out of time again. <laughs> Thank you. I want to tell you my quote of the day before we get started. And maybe, maybe it might... Uh, I don't know if it will make you angry or happy, but my quote of the day is, it's not fraud, it's war, and liberty is the only option. That's a good quote. Yeah, that's a wonderful quote. I like that very much. Thank you. Who was that by? Is that by you? That's by me. Yeah. (laughs) 200 years down the road, when we're fighting liberty again, they're going to say, that old lady been there. (laughs) (laughs) That's a perfect quote. And and you're absolutely right. And, um, you know, it's worth fighting. It's it's tiring. And I think that's where sometimes you're my best advocate because you always inspire me to continue to fight and to continue to, to make an effort. Because you get tired, and it is tiring, right? These are yeah, you do the same things that sometimes be losing, and you want to throw in the towel, but you can't. Hmm. Well, I don't want to throw in the towel, and I'm going to fight this as long as I can. But I'll tell you what, I am concerned. I am very yes. concerned that there's too many people that are apathetic, and they just want to oh, just, just let it go. No, can't let it go. You tell them why. <laughs> Tell them just a little no. bit of what might happen if we let it go. You can't let them go. And I look at the, the people that the Biden team have picked to run energy and environmental policy. They made a number of nominations yesterday. And these are, you know, that, that another quote, uh, I don't remember who said it, um, 
something along the lines of, you know, you can judge someone by their enemies. Uh, the fact that my political enemies have cheered these picks is a very concerning uh, uh, reality, right, with the, the groups like all the environmental groups and, and uh, um, some of these radical youth groups that I think are a real problem um, have just applauded who Biden has picked for energy secretary, EPA administrator, interior secretary. Um, there are now two climate change individuals. We knew about John Kerry, who was the international envoy on climate change, but now he has picked uh, uh, Gina McCarthy, who is the uh, domestic czar on climate change. So we have two climate change people, and, and I question uh, Gina McCarthy was Obama's EPA administrator, really used the EPA in a very vicious way to target the energy industry. Well, she's coming back, but now not to any position that is accountable to the Senate or to the American people. She's coming back as a czar. So she can't necessarily be hauled before Congress and ask, um, what are you doing? Who are you? Who gave you this power? Who gave you this authority? Um, and so it is very alarming when you see these picks, uh, the power that they will have, the agenda that they have, and what that means to the, ener the energy industry directly, but what it means to the American economy uh, as a consequence. So I'm, I'm really concerned, and I'm, I'm really – I'm not surprised. Um, I'm just very mm. disappointed that the radical Joe Biden, who we said – is not a moderate. Um, it's coming to fruition exactly what we saw. It's, you know, and, and I see some of the same names, the same people. You know, the fact that they even call them czars ought to upset everybody here in the United States. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's just crazy. And uh, I, I fear for what's going to happen. I really do. Yeah. Deb Holland, who is a congresswoman from Albuquerque, she was nominated, uh, Congresswoman Holland, to be Interior Secretary. And if you look at the nomination, the only thing they will mention is that she is Native American. Um, and that's true, right? Her mother is Native American. Her father was Scandinavian. That's the only qualification she has is, is her identity. Um, I find that a little concerning because you want someone to run an important agency like the Interior Department with someone who has some experience managing land. Um, Deb Holland, when you look at her position on uh, very, very radical on indigenous rights, beats that drum of stolen land, stolen by the white people, native land, you know, your, your typical grievance liberalism that we've heard before. However, the Department of Interior controls one-fifth of the land in America, and it does currently allow permits for oil, gas, coal, mineral extraction. She can reverse that effortlessly. Within, within one day of her being in office, she can decide you're no longer allowed access to these lands because I'm in control. Um, that's really scary. Um, Deb Holland um, has fought very hard to take away coal jobs from Native American tribes. I've visited these tribes, the Crow in South and North Dakota. Um, I visited the Navajo in northwest New Mexico and the Arizona border. Um, they don't want their jobs taken away. This is how they continue their livelihood. They've had them for generations. 
and now someone under the guise of caring about Native issues is going to put more Native Americans into government dependency, um, all for some false agenda. So that's just one of the picks which is really, really concerning for the future of our economy. Well, in their transportation, I talked to uh, OIDA yesterday, and they're nonpartisan, but they're a group that advocates for independent uh, owner, operator, independent driver association for these truck drivers mm-hmm. and all drivers. But um, they're really concerned about that. They hope the best. But what what real – he was a failure as a mayor, Buttigieg, and that's who they're putting in, in charge of transportation. I mean, he has no he has no experience, none. And uh, no. these other people, they have an agenda, but they don't really know the land. They don't really no. know what's going on, and don't believe in science. Don't don't even don't even go down that road with me. There's no science connected to the things they're throwing at us. No, and whoever you know. wrote Mr. Buttigieg's um, a, a nomination speech um, knew the the. The, the uh, sycophantic media who just worships at the altar of liberalism and the Democrat Party knew that the cutesiness where they would just eat it up and they wouldn't push back, they wouldn't question. So it was a very cutesy speech because he mentioned how one of his loves of transportation is that he proposed in an airport. And everyone said, oh, my gosh, isn't that adorable? Well, <laughs> you know, I, I love being healthy. Does that give me qualification to run HHS, Health and Human Services? You know, I love someone. <laughs> this is actually you hang your shingle out. I don't think anybody's coming. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter say, I love food and drugs, so can I be the head of the Food and Drug Administration? <laughs> right? I mean, like, this is. You gotta love America. Not, I'll tell you what. Where, where is the media to say, wait a second, wait a second? You are literally putting forward a qualification that you got engaged at an airport? Like, this is no time to be cute. No, his qualification is that he checks a minority box. One, for starters. They wanted the minority box, and that's the way they see the world through identity politics. But two, Pete Buttigieg got out of the race when he was told to do so, and that is his reward. Right? And, and that's kind of how presidential elections have always worked. When you are China. told to leave the primary, then you get a cabinet position. But let's just to be honest about it. Let's not try to pretend he's an expert because he's not. <laughs> he's not ex- he's an expert <laughs> at proposing at airports. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I came to the conclusion yesterday. I'm seeing all this stuff coming coming to fruition. And they've been saying that this this cyber attack that we've had has been going on for a while, and it's getting mm-hmm. worse, and it's and it's really devastating in areas. I think China and the others, but China in particular, I believe they had it set up long ago for Biden to win. He's bought and paid for. So yes, mm-hmm. they had to get Buttigieg out. They had to get these others out. And, and But they had to make sure Biden won. He wasn't even close in the primaries, not really. No. But he won. No. The, the, a lot of activity has been orchestrated. On. No, gosh, no. And I think that there's a lot of activity that has been orchestrated knowing the result of the election in advance. So, for example, there's a caravan right now leaving Honduras and Guatemala 
that will arrive to America yeah. right around the day after the inauguration. Tens of thousands of people. They know they yeah. will be allowed in and they will be given full benefits and full rights. Whoever is organizing that and paying for it knew the outcome of what was going to happen. That, that's just indisputable. Yeah, it, absolutely. I have been thinking the same thing. They knew. They knew ahead. And, and it's going to be take America as usual. We're, yeah. we're for sale. We don't hardly have anything left to sell. They've sold us out so bad. We don't hardly have anything yes. to sell. So this isn't fraud. It's war. And liberty is the only option that I see. And I will fight. I will fight. I, I I'm right there with you. Yeah. Thank you. And you have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate all that you do. We'll be right back. I have a couple of things in my hands here. One I just now got, so I just skimmed it really quick during the commercial break. But it says there's a scoop here. <laughs> Pentagon halts Biden transition briefings. It says the Acting Defense Secretary Chris Miller ordered a Pentagon-wide halt to cooperation with the transition of President-elect Biden, shocking officials across the Defense Department's senior administration officials tell Axios. Behind the scenes, a top Biden official was unaware of the directive. Administrative Administration officials left open the possibility of cooperation would resume after the holiday pause. The officials were unaware, I'm sorry, were unsure what prompted Miller's action or whether President Trump approved? Why it matters? Miller's move, which stunned officials throughout the Pentagon, was the biggest eruption yet of animus and mistrust toward the Biden team from the top level of the Trump administration. What happened? Meetings between President Trump's team and Biden's team are going on throughout the government. After a delayed start, at the, uh, as the administration dragged its feet on officially recognizing Biden as president-elect because he wasn't. Then on uh, Thursday night, Miller, was, who was appointed November 9th when Trump fired Defense Secretary Mark Esper, right after the election, ordered officials throughout the building to cancel scheduled transition meetings. The Pentagon officials' response? A senior Defense Department official sought to downplay the move, calling it a simple delay of the last few scheduled meetings until after the new year. We had fewer than two, th- two dozen remaining meetings on the schedule today, so they're just downplaying it, and it says these same senior leaders needed to do their day jobs and were being consumed with the transition. So they're just downplaying it. But why does this matter? Since the news broke that hackers tied to Russia penetrated U.S. government networks, the companies, public officials, including President-elect Biden, have become forward with rebukes. See, this is talking about something that, uh, let me back up here, the Mitt Romney in Utah, Senator, you know. He's calling for the White House to aggressively condemn Russia. Well, it wasn't just Russia. 
Russia did it. But it was China and Iran, too. But in this article, they're not mentioning it. Why? Because they have an agenda. But this is getting very serious, my friends. This isn't fraud. This is war. Whoever thought, besides Jefferson, <laughs> that our own legislature would be the ones to sell America down the drain to China, to Russia, to Iran, anybody else who pay big bucks. Their want for power, their lust for power, seems to exceed our enthusiasm for liberty. As long as that's going on, we will become their slaves. I saw, I can't even remember what the name of the town was, uh, or what state it was in. Right now I'm drawing a blank. I want to say Minnesota, but I'm not positive that it was Minnesota. But the people, the people, everyday people, you know, they had coats on that didn't look like they were designer coats. They looked like they picked them up at, well, we would say Orsland's, Walmart, or some other place. And they said, this pandemic is not killing us like they say. We are going to go to work. And so they were rebelling against their mayor. <laughs> he had no choice but to listen. California is trying to get rid of their governor. Let's pray that they get her done. It has to be we, the people. President Trump cannot, obviously, drain the swamp by himself. He can't. And you want to see how thick that swamp is? Look at all these people that Biden says he's going to put in a position. Every one of them. They're not in any way, of course, kind of like Hunter Biden. They're not in any way uh, equipped to do the job that they're being put to ask to do. Oh, but the little minions behind the scene. Those bureaucrats, they know what they're doing. They're ruling through mandates, regulatory system, fines, permits, licenses. We're not free, America. We've lost that love for liberty, that enthusiasm. Michael Flynn, this is what brought my mind to the options. Because I've heard this. I, I heard uh, we had uh, Tom on from the... Uh, Tea Party movement a week ago, and we heard uh, from, we didn't hear from him here on this show, but he has been speaking out, Lynn Wood, the attorney that's fighting for the president, he's talking about options. Most of us gasp when we hear what these options might be, and one is martial law. But this is coming from Michael Flynn, and he was speaking to uh, Newsmax. He says, uh, I don't know if he's going to take any of these options. The president has to plan for every eventuality because we cannot allow this election and the integrity of our election to go the way it is. They're talking about the option of a military running a new election. Only in those six states. And to do that, we would have to have martial law. 
This is just totally unsatisfactory, he said. There is no way in the world we're going to be able to move forward as a nation with this. He, meaning the president, could immediately on his order seize every single one of those machines around the country on this order. He could also order within the swing states if he wanted to. He could take military capabilities and he could place them in those states and basically rerun an election in each of those states. It's not unprecedented. The Pentagon earlier this month dismissed the nine Defense Business Board members and replaced them with 11 new appointments, including Trump loyalist Corey Lewandowski and Dave Bossy, Scott O'Grady, another appointee, shared conspiracy theories on Twitter that called the president's loss to President-elect Joe Biden a coup. Let me ask you, is it really a conspiracy theory? We know that the impeachment was a coup. We know it was based on lies. They have proven it themselves. And they don't even care. No apology. He also voiced approval of martial law. These people out there talking about martial law like it's something we've never done, Flynn told Kelly on uh, Newsmax. Martial law has been instituted 64 times. I'm not going for that, necessarily. We have a constitutional process first. That has to be followed. But I will tell you, I'm a little concerned about Chief Justice John Roberts at the Supreme Court. We can't fool around with the fabric of the Constitution of the United States. Roberts has not proved to be a friend of the people, has he? Representative from Missouri, no, not from Missouri, Representative Mo Brooks, he also spoke to uh, News Facts, and he says, shaking in the foxhole. I've been in Congress for decades, for a decade. I know how some of these Congress critters and Senate critters try to avoid being courageous when it comes to what they call difficult votes. But in my mind, that's what we are elected to do. I can only control my own vote, how I'm going to conduct myself concerning the voter fraud election, the election theft. And what he's talking about there is for the Congress, both the House, they have to have someone in the House and someone in the Senate to say, I don't accept the Electoral College vote because of the voter fraud. And then it's in the hands of Congress. I'm not sure that's a good thing either, because I think America has been overthrown. How are we going to get it back? Liberty's the only option. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. If Ernest Hemingway was alive today, would he say this to you? Shakespeare, Mark Twain, Edgar Allan Poe, all great writers. 
And after reading your book, I simply must add you to the list. Wait, you don't have a book yet. So make a free call to Page Publishing. Their expert staff can help you turn your book idea into a real book, a masterpiece that could someday make the bestseller list in hard copy and digitally all across the world. Page Publishing can help you completely take your idea for a book, write it, and publish it. So if you want to join the ranks of some of the most famous authors in the world, call now for a free information kit. Turn your book idea into publishing gold. Make a free call right now to Page Publishing. 800-378-3212. That's 800-378-3212. When I think of bringing America home, I think of family sitting around the table. As a young girl, it was my job to set the table. Setting the table meant tablecloth, plates, drinking glasses, and the flatware, which had to be placed correctly on the respective sides of the plates. Regardless of the time of year, sitting down at the table is an American thing to do. It's great family. Liberty Tabletop can help you set your table. They are the only flatware manufacturer in the United States of America. Using high-quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel, all that and with competitive prices. When you order, use the promo code BETHANN to receive 10% off of your order. Visit LibertyTabletop.com or give them a call the old-fashioned American way. 844-386-2338. That's 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. Let's set the table and bring America home. Bring on the glitz this holiday season with MakeupAmerica.us. Rhonda, CEO and founder of Makeup America, is offering her one-and-done sister sets, matching lipstick and nail polish. But Rhonda didn't stop there. She's added a free nail file and a cosmetic bag. Most sister sets are under $30. Remember to use the promo code BETHANN20 for 20% off. Get one-and-done. You got more for less. Easy, smart shopping, right? These sister sets are perfect. Whether a hostess gift, Hanukkah, or Christmas gifts, appreciate your first responders, great stocking stuffers, and say thank you to teachers. And shh, don't forget your secret Santa. Bring some glitter to your Happy New Year celebrations. One and done it is. Each sister set includes a free nail file and a cosmetic bag. You will also save close to $9 in the four-color American manicure set when using the promo code BETHANN20. Visit MakeupAmerica.us. Use promo code BETHANN20 to receive 20% discount off all Makeup America products. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and when I invented my pillow, I wanted to have everything you'd ever want in a pillow. You can adjust the patented fill to your exact individual needs. You can wash and dry my pillow. It has a 10-year warranty not to go flat, and it's made in the USA. And now, for a limited time, you can get a queen-size premium my pillow for the lowest price ever. Regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. That's a $40 saving. I'm also giving you deep discounts on all my MyPillow products, including my bed sheets, mattress toppers, and bath towels. Not only are you getting the lowest prices ever, but they make the best Christmas gifts ever. Buy now, and I'll extend my 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. 
For all Mike's amazing products and discounts, go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Square, or call 1-800-978-6168. That's 1-800-978-6168, and tell them Beth Ann sent you. And we have the charge of listening to CSU Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Well, the hackers that took, they they did some bad stuff, and we don't even know everything, and they're not telling us everything, but this is serious stuff, my friends. Rick Grinnell told us um, earlier this week, Russia's a problem, China's a crisis. He knows some things we don't know because of where he's been. Russia... And China and Iran would like nothing better than to take America down. I guess then they're going to fight one another for it. Because Russia isn't going to let us let them have it. The Kraken has hit SCOTUS. Now, I haven't heard any more about this. This was yesterday morning. With Sidney Powell's Kraken, now that's what the Dominion machines are called, has finally made it to the docket of the Supreme Court. The suit is perhaps the strongest collective argument against the fraud. Okay, I said that wrong. The Kraken is a machine that, I guess, cracked to the dimension. Dominion. It contains the forensic audit done in Michigan that proves systematic, systemic, I'm sorry, voter fraud occurred through the Dominion voting system tabulation. It also has proof of at least 200,000 fraudulent votes cast in an election. We're just talking about one state there, I think. My friends, I'm serious about this, and you should be. talked in my uh, monologue about different things and the quotes from our founding fathers. It's easy to look at their quotes and to think how great, what great men and wise men they were. But when you stop and think, they were saying that in a time then, as we are saying things in a time now. You remember, there was only 2 to 3% that wanted to break away from the king. I mean, they needed the king, right? We don't need a king. We need a republic. We need our constitution. But more than any of that, we need our God. And that's been the biggest failure of America. is falling away from God. This is unknown. We found it on Facebook, and I thought it was kind of uh, interesting. Actually, Rudy handed it to me. But the author is unknown. How to pick a side in the next... Civil War. I used to think I was pretty much just a regular person, but I was born white into a two-parent household, which now labels me as privileged, racist, and responsible for slavery. I am a fiscal and moral conservative, which by today's standards makes me a fascist, a fascist, (laughs) because I plan a budget. 
But I now find out that I am not here because I earned it, but because I was advantaged. I am heterosexual, which according to some folks makes me a homophobe. I believe the Lord did not give me the heart to judge others. I am not a Muslim, which now labels me as an infidel. I believe in the Second Amendment, which makes me a threat to the liberals, and I get labeled as being part of a militia. I kind of like the word militia myself. I am older than 40, making me a useless person with outdated ideas and values. I think and I reason and I doubt much of what the mainstream media tells me, which makes me a right-wing conspiracy nut. I am proud of my heritage and in our inclusive American culture, making me a xenophobe. I believe in hard work, fair play, and fair compensation according to each individual's merits, which today makes me a target of socialists and Antifa. I believe our system guarantees freedom of effort, not freedom of outcome or subsidies, which must make me a borderline sociopath. I believe in a strong defense and protection of America for for and by all citizens, now making me a militant. I am proud of our flag, what it stands for, and the many who died to let it fly. So I stand and salute during our national anthem, so that makes me now a racist. I kneel only for the cross, which makes me a racist. I think that all lives matter, which labels me as a racist. I think the riots and the destruction of property around our country are wrong and are just an excuse to push political agendas. So I'm labeled a racist. I support our law enforcement servicemen and women, which labels me a racist. I question how fear is being used to control us during COVID-19 pandemic, and I think the crisis is being used for political gain. So I'm labeled careless and non-sympathetic, yet I know the virus is real. Liberals have tried to make me feel bad about who I am, based on everything above. Some want me to believe I am a bad person. I'm not. I'm a good person who loves my God, my family, and my country. God bless America. What we have been experiencing in this, in this nation for probably decades, decades, it's not politics, my friends. They have been slowly turning around through legislation and policies, burying your rights in paperwork to where that has to go to the to the SCOTUS to be determined whether it's constitutional or not. And now I wonder about the agenda of many of them, even the new ones. Word was that Roberts threatened a couple of the new justices. I don't know about them, but that would have made me all the more stubborn. 
Where is the guts in America? Where are those stubborn Americans? We're willing to die for somebody else's liberty or democracy, but will we even make a phone call or a visit to our own representatives and senators? Will we even get on our knees and pray? Which is the strongest weapon we've got. This isn't war. I'm sorry. This isn't fraud. This is war. War against the American way of life. War against liberty. Against freedom. Are you even willing? Because it's your duty. It's your duty. Under the Declaration of Independence, those men said it is our duty as a people to throw off these governments, these institutions, and stand up for liberty, protect our posterity. That's our children and our grandchildren. It isn't fraud, my friends. It's war. And liberty is the only option if we ever want to bring America home. Are you sick and tired of just being sick and tired? Are you sick and tired of being told that you were somehow privileged? Are you sick and tired of being told to shut up, both at work and at school? Are you sick and tired of panhandling, pestering you whenever you go out to shop or to eat? Are you sick and tired of jobs that never come and an economy that never goes anywhere? Are you sick and tired of having to take orders from incompetence? Are you sick and tired of movies and television shows that depict a white man as a bumbling incompetent? Are you sick and tired of a government that welcomes non-white immigrants and exposes you to diseases. If you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, then the American Freedom Party is for you. Connect with us, theamericanfreedomparty.us. Once again, theamericanfreedomparty.us. I really don't want to talk about this, but I will. I'm just so mad. I didn't get asked to the junior prom, and it's raining, which means by the time I get to school, I'm soaking wet. Dad picked me up just after I left, and I was so mad, I got out, and he said, wait, your mom said to give you this. I forgot my lunch money, and then I dropped it in the water, and I was late for history, and so at lunchtime, I had to find something on John Stewart Mill, which, of course, our library didn't have, so I had to walk all the way down to the office to call my mom, and she found something on the internet and called me back. And Karen, she wouldn't even help me, and that's a whole other story. But Dad helped me conjugate now or whatever on the way to the swim team workout and then he read my history paper while I was in the pool and of course I forgot the bibliography so I had to do that with my mother when I got home and it made me totally forget that I put my jeans in the washer that morning and I hate it when they sit wet like that all day and smell like mildew but my mom said she put them in the dryer while I was at the swim team and you know I'm just not going to go to the prom no matter who asked me I just want to stay home with my mom and dad family and just hang out isn't it about time unless Dustin asked me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.